you knew my second wife. You, you know what? <laughs> it's hard to scare you know me. What I watched that was actually scary. Have you ever heard of frogging? Yep. You know what that is? I have heard about it. What is frogging? Frogging is when somebody is living in your house, like in yes. your oh, attic yeah, or crawl yeah, space yeah, yeah. or something. The show we watched. We watched I, the movie on the about Hulu, it. there yes. was a series about it. Yeah, well, We didn't do a series. We watched we saw a, a show. We saw a show about yeah. frogging. There's a series on Netflix. Is and it I, a series? I haven't seen it. Oh, not series. Netflix. It's Hulu, and it's a series. Yeah, there's like there's 10 episodes of two stories each. And uh, the thing that gave me the willies most, and I'd seen this security camera footage before. Mm-hmm. It's the guy and uh, his girlfriend living in that really nice loft in uh, Chicago, and they're asleep on the couch. But uh, and he stands at the top of the stairs there, and you can see like the thing, the silence. Like that's what makes him go back. Yeah, is he sees people moving, like them waking up, mm-hmm. and he walks back back into the bedroom. It's and creepy. then she comes up the A-F. stairs. Literally seconds later, she she's going up the stairs right behind him. And he went right back out there, quietly managed to get back out there, get over the balcony, and get back out again before she made it upstairs. Oh, like creepy. she almost got like walked in on him. And we're live with Paranormal Dash Spirits. This is the place we come to get our booze on. We talk about the booze, the things that go bump in the night, and I get to do that with all my booze. I have the wonderful and talented Alyssa Black, my wife. Hello. <laughs> my best friend, sidekick, John Burkett. Lovely and talented. Lovely and talented John Burkett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. Oh, my, uh, my, my. <laughs> well, my, my, my. Tonight, we have a story about a town in Texas called Mineral Wells. And it was named that after, after the... Um, spring waters that flew from there that were high in lithium flew they flew from there flowed what i say flew Flew. oh i meant flow (laughs) that flowed from those sprays god bless they sprout wings (laughs) let me me have another shot of that scotch uh no they the waters flowed from there and they were high in lithium and there was a Mr. Baker that moved there and created a hotel uh, many, many years later. Uh, this hotel became haunted. So, But before we do that and we talk about that kind of stuff, let's talk about all the places you can come to see us or find us on the web. And if you're listening to us on a podcast, you can go to YouTube and catch us at 3B Paranormal Spirits. Uh, if you go to Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter, or now it's X, as John X. put it. X. Well, it is. I, Elon, yeah, I know. Elon I saw it. Put it that way. I know, I no, I mean, you just you did this thing the other night, like X, right? So you can go to uh, Instagram, TikTok, or X, and you can catch us there. And we're at paranormal underscore dash, and the dash is spelled out D A S H underscore spirits, and it's the same for all three. Uh, we also have a website that's paranormal-spirits.com, and you can go there. You can read our liquor reviews. You can see about our videos. I mean, it's kind of a landing page for everything. Plus, we have this really cool swag store where we have, like, racerback tees that John and I are going to be wearing for an upcoming episode because we finally made it to 100 subscribers on YouTube. Uh <laughs> 
there's that will uh, be the scariest episode. There's little bitty bi- <laughs> there's bios. Absolutely, the scariest episode. There's bios on there about us, but we have, like I say, the swag store there, and you can come get all of our our cool swag that we have and and help support the channel. Um, and this show is about spirits of all kinds. Of all kinds. So, in honor of that, before every show, as we record, we have some spirits. And tonight, this is a very special night for us because we have two different spirits. We have our featured blended scotch, and we have our favorite single malt scotch. Yeah. Okay. So... John, tell us about our new blended this is scotch. For Pete's sake, <clears throat> which is a pretty heavily peated, I think. We've tasted this before, but mm-hmm. um This is not the first bottle. Blended no. <laughs> blended scotch. Um This is made by Angus Dundee. The sewers are bottled by them. I think they're getting a cast from somewhere else because it's a blend of unpeated and peated. Mm-hmm. mixed together non-age statement inexpensive like twenty one ninety five a bottle <clears throat> yeah really inexpensive, is the price point <laughs> like you can't get that's, that's that's like johnny walker that's even less expensive i'm tell you which is it is shocking to me the price on this pete's sake the problem is, it is very difficult to find. It's, it's hard to find. Now. It is a specialty blend for a local liquor store. <coughs> is it local? It's nah, not. It's, it's, I thought that it was a chain. National? It's national. Yeah, it's uh, I thought Total it was, Wine. I thought it was local too, but I looked up on Angus Dundee's website and. Yeah, Total Wine is the place where we bought it, and yeah. it's exclusive to Total Wine. I know that. But it doesn't say that on Angus Dundee's website. Oh. They made it sound like it was. Yeah, they. You can get it from Caskers. You can get it from. Uh, oh, okay. So, Total uh, Wine was saying when we when we got it there, they were like, "This is exclusively ours." Blah blah blah. I mean, and, it might be in this area. Oh, okay. So, the. Um, but like, it's a blended Scotch, so it's coming from different barrels. Um, and what else, John? Price point is is unbeatable. Really cheap. And it, <laughs> I mean, it's dead. And it's, I mean, it's really, really good. I think. Yeah, you can get it from Drizzly. You can get it from a. Uh, okay. Whiskey dog. So, yeah. tell us about the other <clears throat> scotch that we have. Uh, we don't have the bottle up here, but it's Lagavulin sixteen. It's sixteen year old Lagavulin single malt. Isla single malt. Which we've whiskey. done before. Yeah. On the show. Which is the, yes. the gold standard. For Scotch, for Isla single for repeated single malt. Okay, yeah. So, and what I, we were talking about earlier, John and I were that it would be interesting to do a comparison side by side with a twenty-two dollars for. Basically, a, you could buy <laughs> six six bottles of this, five and a half five and a half bottles of this <laughs> for what one bottle of Lagavulin. Right. So I want to see the difference because you know when you drink it and then. You know, a couple of weeks later, you try something different. It's like, oh, that tastes like so and so, or you know that uh, that compares to such and such. When in reality, if you have them side by side, you can really taste the difference. Mm, like last was it last week or week before the uh, 
I don't know. What was last week or week before? No, it was the week Scare before. Us. The Scaravus, mm-hmm. to me, tasted just like Lafroy. Lafroy. Mm-hmm. We'll but we to, haven't done a side-by-side with that either. That. Yeah. So here we go. Let's try this. This is the Lagavulin. And we can forego all the what mm. we think about. It. We've already done that. Solancha? Solancha. Mm-hmm. Mm, Band-Aids. God's chosen elixir. <laughs> so, what'd you call it? A Scottish hug? Oh, that is so freaking good. Yep. It's complex and it's thick. And it's, oh, it's just, yeah, I didn't. Mm, leggy. I just yeah. down. He- hello. <laughs> Whoa. Well, <laughs> right. well, as I nurse mine, we would like to try the side by side. And I wanted to do the side by side. So, this is the Pete's sake as it makes its way around the table. <clears throat> you can smell how much sweeter this one is. Okay, to me, I don't know if the Lagavulin just blew everything out. I think, out, I, I think that I, may be the case because I don't smell anything. Yeah, I I don't smell anything with this now. Stick your Bef- nose right in there. It smells a little butterscotchy. No, I mean, but... I Bef- still smell that one. And that's what I mean. When we got this, we thought, oh, that's... Man, smell that. That's really nice, you know. And then but you taste it, and it looks side. really nice. But now, sitting next to Lagavulin, you go, oh, no, there's... This is, this is like water... Compared to the Lagavulin, I think. Again, but this is twenty dollars a, a bottle. Case of this, right? Cost what one <laughs> bottle of this? Comes right, exactly. Back. So, Pete's sake, Salancha. Salancha. Boy, uh, you can tell the difference when you tastes like water. <laughs> I don't know what kind of water you drink. It's not quite water, but I wouldn't say it's water. But I mean, compared compared to, to that, yeah. Compared to the Lagavulin, there is no comparison. Now, I know when I drank this without drinking Lagavulin prior, I find it very tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a nice... Should have gone the other way. Yeah, probably. It has a nice smokiness to it. I will say that the uh, the mouthfeel for me is extremely watery. Uh, there's not there's not a lot of oils in that like there is the, the there's lager. not a lot of legs either but that's not to be expected for this price point no, let's there's, just be honest yeah Man, there's this no is in this. 16 years old yeah the yeah. lagavulin and this is not <laughs> so it's really not fair Five I suppose to ten, you know you think whatever's in the blend yeah but what we decided when this was <clears throat> when we partook by itself it's young I mean it tastes young that is a good peated scotch it is on a beer budget it is that is a that's a decent peated scotch on a beer budget if you if you don't know if you're going to be able to handle peat or yeah absolutely it's a good way to get into it rather than going out and we went straight into lagavulin and had to really adapt that was me because i told y'all yeah don't waste your time with that go straight to the no but i think it was a good thing in the way that we did it because i feel like at first we're like "Mm, mm, hello band-aids like as mermaid's bath water it's, it's a little iodiney it is a little bit but but once you get used to it but yeah we had to keep going at it whereas if you don't have the ability to do that at first this is a really good if intro. you want to figure out if you like scotch or not i think that's a good place to start or peat like peated scotch, peated peated scotch. scotch. okay uh, that, between this and a space side is night and day yeah true yeah but a peated scotch i think this is a really good intro truly because it is it is a an acquired 
flavor. Uh, this has some sherry cask influence in it. I don't know if this does. I mean, it might. It might. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. I think there's a little sherry in that. There's a little of that uh, dried fruit or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what they say. They say. They say being. This is what Angus Dundee Distillers, who is who, who produces. They, mm-hmm. Actually, they're not. They're probably not producing this. They bottle it. They have some single malts of their own. Mm-hmm. None of them are peated. They're all Highlander or Speysides. Okay. So I don't know where they're getting the peated ones from. <clears throat> But uh, your nose is rich with peat and earthy smoke coming forward. Aromas of charred oak, vanilla, oat biscuits, toffee, and sultanas. I don't know what a sultana is, but I think it's like a raisin or a date or something. Isn't that a cracker? I don't know. Or is that no, a saltine? that's saltinas. <laughs> I think- a white, pale green, oval, seedless grape. Oh, that's exactly but what I thought it was. Dried up, though, and it's like a raisin. Mm. I don't know. Yes. Yep. I've seen that word before when describing the flavor and stuff. Sultanas in a are referred to as golden raisins oh, white in the raisins. U.S. Oh, white raisins. Okay. Okay. Love those. Okay. Our our words are better than. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to belabor the B double O Z E, but oh yeah, I won't want to upset Mary. <laughs> but I do want to say that if you if you just want to try a scotch, a peated scotch at that one, it's got a little bit of that smoke to it, and you want to see if you maybe it might be something you want to learn about. This is a great scotch to do it with because it's not going to kill your wallet. Yeah, it's half of an Arbeg Five we beast eat. You know, it's price wise. Price wise. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> yeah, I think that. I think that's a good way to roll if you just want to try it out. Try it on for size. So, let's talk about the B-double-O-S. Tell us about the baker. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know, I like to start these out with a history lesson on them because a lot of them are old. Mm -hmm. That's kind of... That's kind of the thing. Kind of the thing with hauntings is that it's it's been a while, hotels, around yeah. a while and had a lot of things happen. There might be some <clears throat> new haunted hotels. Maybe, but it's probably because something underneath it has caused it to be that way. Something in the dirt. Yes. I mean, or underneath, like, you know, burial grounds or what have you. So I have a little bit of some history for this um, here hotel first i did the history of mineral wells as you said earlier about the healing waters so it was named in 1881 after the healing water that was said to come from the first well that was dug when the lynch family arrived um because the farthest the closest water source at the time was four miles away with the brazos river so they had a drilling company there was a man that they knew that had a drilling company and had them drill they were a little trepidatious to drink it at first and they just gave it to the livestock and they didn't die so they decided that it might be okay to drink um they they the lynch family the wife and the husband both suffered from rheumatism and they it's stated arthritis, isn't it? yes and they say it's techni- it's technically an autoimmune type of arthritis they reported feeling better after drinking this water so the news spread and popularity of the town grew from here many wells were drilled but the most famous was the crazy well that was said to have cured an elderly lady of her mental illness when she drank from this well twice a day 
Most of the wells in mineral wells were found to contain significant amounts of lithium, which is a long-used treatment for mental <coughs> health disorders, namely bipolar. Still used to this day. You have to have drug, I mean, uh, blood tests and things like that to make sure you're not um, toxic. Lithium salts. Right? Yes, because yeah. it is a toxic thing. That's why they figure it helped with mental illness. Uh, the railway trains came to mineral wells in 1891 so the town grew from there in 1926 tb baker starts construction on the baker hotel cost him 1.2 million dollars designed by the same architect that designed the state capitol in austin it's done in a spanish colonial revival style 232,000 square feet Good lord. That's bigger than a Walmart Supercenter. <laughs> 14 floors. That's a big one. 460 rooms. Only two suites. One of them being the Baker Suite. Was this in 1926? When yes, this it built? opened in 1929. 29. God, what was the population and how in Mineral Wells? Well, people were coming for the water. I guess. And staying this in this 400. How many rooms? 460. 460 room hotel. It was only about 6,000 residents in 1929. Wow. Mm-hmm. But they have a hotel there that houses 400. Yeah, but what was really cool. See, 400, almost 500. And I'll get to that in a bit about exactly how it worked, but it was fully air conditioned by the 1940s. Wow. Which was totally a new thing. So people mm-hmm. came because, you know, this is West Texas. It's hot as hell. Right. So. They, so 14 floors, 460 rooms, two suites, two spas, outdoor Olympic-sized pool, and the cloud room, which is the top floor that is an amazing type ballroom almost Mm -hmm. with windows all the way around and a balcony on the outside that goes all the way around. So it said you could could see the rolling landscape from it, so they called it the cloud room because it was in the cloud. There ain't ah. much to look out, look at. On You're right; it's quite there. quite flat. Just <laughs> flat, yellow dirt. It yeah. was the tallest building in the region at the time. Wow! They generated their own electricity, and they had water, their own water wells, making them a sort of off-grid location before that was an actual thing. Wow! They didn't, cool. so they they didn't need any any assistance from that. The entire second floor of the hotel was once dedicated as a bath and massage floor where guests could take mineral baths use steam rooms and get spa treatments like salt rubs hot packs facials and more spa treatments at this hotel were sometimes prescribed by doctors and were believed to cure everything from rheumatism to eczema according to a baker hotel historical pamphlet the baker had an energy management system back in 1929 when a guest left their room and locked their door the power was turned off inside the room thanks to a switch mechanism in the door jam i don't like that hmm. when i come back to hotel i want it to be cold in the summer i don't <laughs> right. want to, have to wait for it to cool off again i could see, i could see that um in the solarium guests could partake in trendy spa treatments such as ultraviolet light therapy colonic irrigation hmm. and strangely being scientifically toasted Huh. Which is while with steam while they were zipped to the chin inside a special cabinet. What? Mm-hmm. So, so they were zipped up in a cabinet and in their a, whole body was steamed. with steam. Oh, okay. Like but a, they you've called seen it that scientifically toasted. Yeah. That's a stupid name for it, but it's like spa. Just taking a steam steam bath. Yeah, it's like a spa in your like own personal having, cabinet. Having a schwitz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the whole AC system 
it was a system of pipes that circulated ice water to the guests rooms hmm so it was a welcome luxury so like the the old hot water heating systems in the old hotels Mm -hmm. where they would pump hot water through the the uh what do you call it the radiator the romans had that too yeah the radiator you would pump Mm -hmm. the hot water through there they're the steam the radiator, there. yeah. Yeah. But that's they did not have that in Rome. They had floors like but they somehow would heat the floors in Roman villas and stuff hmm. in ancient. I thought Rome. it was kinda cool about the whole power being turned off. I thought that was kinda neat for the time. That would irritate the piss out of me if I come <laughs> back and I'm like, Why is it so hot in my hotel room, my air conditioning? <laughs> well, yeah, but that, that was before air conditioning was actually a thing anywhere else. So for them they didn't care. That wasn't a thing. That's true. You know it, what I mean? People were a lot tougher back then, like they we sure would, were. Being we a would kid. die. And, you know, AC was still a luxury item to have in your car mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Well, yeah, you're pretty old. I'm older than you by a little bit. <laughs> I Not don't much. remember having a Yeah, but you even said in what, ni- the 93 that. Escort you had didn't come with AC? Uh-uh. That's in the I 90s. Bought a, I bought a ni- 92. 92 Escort off the lot, brand new, and had no AC in it. I remember Why? the had 90- no AC in it. No AC. It was, no that AC. Was, that was an, that no was an add-on. Yeah, but I had a 92 GMC Sierra that had all that stuff in it. That had an add-on. No. The, the air conditioning? When it was bought brand new. Did you buy it brand new? Yes, but okay. brand new. It hauled it. Hauled did it. they have AC? Yes. It just automatically came with it? Yeah, it was factory AC. You know what it didn't have? It, ha- it didn't have... Power windows. That was about the only thing it oh, didn't yeah, have. Yeah, see that it had crank windows. But, see, uh, it had air a lot of a lot of vehicles though. Even back then, AC was an add-on. You had to add that on onto the bill. Right. I remember in the seventies that, but mine. Yeah. My parents had an eighty-nine that had air, and their ninety-two that I first drove had air standard. Maybe it was just your escort. My regardless, se- my regardless, first car, my, se- my seventy-five mm-hmm. Buick Regal had factory air in it. But we're we're digressing. We're pulling you off your story. I'm sorry. I apologize. The hotel opens. <laughs> He's just aged himself. So these are all the things that were in the hotel. It opened in 1929, two weeks following the great stock market crash. Oops. Can you imagine owning a hotel? And, have spent three years building it. Yeah, and I just spent two million dollars or whatever, two point something. One point two. That's 1. like having two million dollars, and the like right after what was it? Two weeks after you said. Is that right? Three years. Three, two weeks after the... Two weeks yeah. after I opened, the stock market crashed. That's like having you opening up your grand hotel and casino or whatever in March or February of 2020. Right. Just in time for the world to so shut down. So $1 million yeah. in 1929 is now worth $17.4 million in today's money. That wouldn't pay for that hotel now. Actually, I'll get to that. Million. I get to that in a minute. So, believe it or not, it actually was able, because of all of the things that it had that other places didn't, Mm -hmm. um, it stayed popular through the 30s and the 50s, had famous visitors such as President Ronald Reagan, Clark Gable, Judy Garland, which there is a very famous picture of her standing in the lobby of the location, Will Rogers, the Three Stooges, Uh. different political leaders, cattle barons, was Shemp there? Was it Moe, Larry, Curly, or was it like Shemp? Apparently it's all of them. With the Four Stooge. Celebrities. I don't know all the details of the celebrities. Those are the ones they named. And, of course, Bonnie and Clyde. 
Of course, every freaking hotel I, in Texas. I was going to say, oh, there's Bonnie not a Clyde hotel here. in Texas that hasn't had My Bonnie God. and Clyde stay there. Or a jail cell in Texas that Bonnie and Clyde has been incarcerated Why do people be so obsessed to romanticize these two killer Because criminals. everybody knows about Because they were in love. And, and they, were, they were bank robbers. And they were adventurous. According, it's a really cool story. According to local lore, the famed bank robbers had the carpet removed from the hallway just outside their room so they could hear if law enforcement approached. <laughs> I don't know how you would do that, but yeah. I'm um, just saying I'm that's sure what that the was local true. lore This says. is interesting. I didn't, so apparently the, uh, the architect also, he based the design on the Arlington. Mm. The what? He, he the based Wannington? the design for the baker on the Arlington. Huh. So it's partly designed after that one because of the same with the uh, with the springs and stuff. And you can see it very yeah. similar. Which, of course, when we have springs again, like the Crescent, mm-hmm. or Eureka Springs. So, in the 1940s, discoveries such as penicillin made health resorts, like what this was advertising, less sought after. Because they realized, oh, well, you don't have to go do all of these scientifically toastings, toastedness. Yeah, you, you could just get a shot of penicillin. You could just get some penicillin. <laughs> That won't fix crazy. It doesn't fix crazy. You're right. However, so it started to steadily decline. Um, then you have World War II. In 1941 to 1944, military, it served as military dependence quarters. Really? I figured they'd make it a hospital or something. For but. Walter, Walters? It's W-O-L, not A-L. Walter. Mm-hmm. Nearby, they trained over 25,000 infantrymen at the time. And there was also helicopters at one point were a big deal there like a lot of helicopter training hmm. yeah a, i remember a, I do, things sure. are coming back to me about yeah. the some of the locations so it was it did have that service part of it it wasn't closed but they did use parts of the some parts of like i think the first through the fourth floor for that in 1952 T.B. Baker retired and leaves the hotel to his nephew, Earl Baker, who runs it until he turns 70. In 1963, it closed its doors for the first time, only to re- be reopened in 1965 by some civic leaders, but they closed shortly afterwards when they were unable to make any money. Mm. In 1972, the doors closed permanently. So, it has not been used since 1972. Oh. Now, in 1999... Two men by the names of Fairchild and Patton began efforts to renovate the hotel. And in 2019, a development team announced and began a three-year, $65 million historical restoration to restore it to the grand old lady of Mineral Wells. Wow. It was originally expected to reopen in 2024... And it was going to be going, it's going to be going from the 460 original rooms. And we've talked about how small these rooms were back then. Right. So there's, the, there's going to be a reduction in the number of rooms for sure. From 460 to 157. Oh, that's about right. So, but along with that, 20,000 square feet of it will be for ballrooms, events, and event space. Oh. A spa, restaurant, coffee shop, and retail shops. Mind you, this is 232,000 square feet. Yeah, so It's a lot. Yes. The opening date has now been pushed back to the spring of 2026. Hmm. One little fun fact during renovation. There's been some uh, rumors about things that have been hidden. Like there was rumors like during the Vietnam War, some of the airmen 
hid their historical cars in the basement mm. of the hotel. That was false. That did yeah. not happen. However, they did prove that Baker had a hidden cubby for booze during Prohibition. They really? found his hidden cubby, and they intend to make that a focal point wherever it's at. In oh, this, to like cool. make it a thing. Mm-hmm. So, ghost stories. Here we are. Who do you think haunts the tea, the Baker Hotel? Mr. No. Baker, of course. Mr. Baker. Of course he does. Why do you think Mr. Baker haunts the hotel? <laughs> uh, did he die there? He sure did. Yeah. He's said to haunt the Baker suite on the 11th floor. He died in his suite, and now he walks the halls of the Grand Hotel forever. Let me. Wasn't, wasn't the doctor at the... His last name was Baker as well. It's Norman at the Baker. Crescent. So you got Crescent that with a doctor Baker named well. Baker. You got uh, this guy who did the Arlington, which is also haunted. Also designed this one based on it. And the owner the, of this one's called Baker. Baker. And they're mm-hmm. on the springs. And they're all about springs. Mm-hmm. A little funny. Weird. A little weird. Coinky dink. So back when you could actually tour the hotel, currently mm-hmm. you cannot go inside because of the renovations that are happening. Right. They do, they do still do tours, but it's outside. But inside, when they used to do it, the tour guides would always knock on the doors of the suite before they entered, so they didn't piss him off. Mr. Baker. Mr. Baker. Because apparently he'd get mad. To the point that they reported that small items would go missing from their handbags in their pockets when they went into the suite. And then the guides would find these said items on the floor of the suite at the closing time, after the people had already left. Hmm. Also, a big thing about this hotel and its hauntings is the smell. So, 11th floor smells like cigars. And he was a known cigar smoker. Hmm. Like, frequent cigar smoker. So, they claim the entire 11th floor smells of cigar smoke, which was his habit. The second main haunt of the hotel? Any guesses? Judy Garland. His m- Judy Garland. No. Well, she no. stayed there. Ronald Reagan. Bonnie and Clyde. No. <laughs> Baker's mistress. Oh, of course it was. So where's his wife? Don't know where his wife is, but he kept the mistress on the seventh floor. Was known to keep the mistress on the suite in the seventh floor. So the Baker Hotel, or, which was the, the Crescent, I mm-hmm. guess, or Baker's Hospital, Dr. whatever. Baker. Dr. Baker. And Eureka Versus Springs. Versus Mr. Baker. Doctor. His mistress, he kept at there and had a secret room for her. Well, not a secret room, but there was a secret passageway from his room to her room. Mm-hmm. So that they could go back and forth and forth and do whatever they did. He was said to have had the mistress. They kept her on the seventh floor. And it's rumored that she jumped to her death from the window of her room on the seventh floor. Again, somebody jumps from a window. There is always a forlorn woman who jumps from a window. Her suicide's technically the reasoning of the suicide of her jumping is actually unknown. It's speculated that it's because the affair became too much for her to handle. Whatever. I'm sorry. Did I just roll my eyes? You did. Did that show up on camera? I hope not. A porter who worked at the hotel in the 50s and 60s was the first to report the sighting of said mistress. I don't know exactly what, when she died. Her, Porter, Porter's a bellhop, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was originally witnessed by the hotel staff in the 50s. She's said to have red hair and green eyes. Oh, heartbreaker. Mm. 
and crazy as soul is ginger so if they had those soul how can she be haunting the place because that's what <laughs> uh, you've just you've just canceled us for every no no it's a joke i mean every red-haired woman that listens to us just canceled us there's also, all three of them okay molly mcguire has canceled us back when the hotel like in the 50s and the 60s a maid of the hotel would frequently find find broken glass in a room on the seventh floor and it would have red lipstick on the rim of the glass and she was known to wear red lipstick and break glasses they say it's because she's angry but she's a very well-known angry spirit Mm. Um, high heels have also been heard walking around the first floor i'm not sure why they think this is the mistress but repeatedly when you see this story they all attribute it to the mistress apparently Mm. she wore high heels all the time i don't know because she jumped out the window Maybe that, is that what it was? Well, I mean, a high heel. Yeah. She's also said to be flirtatious around men, and she would poke and touch male tourists that she found that she fancied. Really? Yeah. And a smell goes along with her too. It is said on the seventh floor you can smell her lavender perfume when you go up there. Frequently reported. The manager of the building also reported to somebody that was doing, there was a local firefighter that was talking about different stories of the hotel, reported that he was on the seventh floor resetting an electrical breaker for the Christmas lights, which continuously tripped every night during the display. As he was inspecting the fuse box one night, he was attempting to locate the breaker switch. He heard the footsteps of an unseen person walking up to his left very quietly as if not to bother him. A bit startled, he turned to look and saw no one. The manager spoke to the possible ghosts and assured them that he meant no harm. After that night, their lights never tripped off again. Hmm. So they don't know that it's the mistress per se, but he heard high heels. It was on the seventh floor. And the Christmas lights never went off again. Interesting. So another very routinely, there's there's very few, but routine hauntings ghost scene the bellhop always a bellhop and always an elevator accident oh shit in the 1950s during an elevator accident <laughs> oh, I it. I i'm gonna stick it. my head up under this elevator and see how it works hey. Hey. not a whole not a whole detail about it other than a bellhop was severed in half by the elevator there's a some serious safety issues with elevators, elevators. <laughs> yes. so so is this so were you able to validate that or it repeatedly in multiple different reports and websites and stories talks about the the bellhop because people have reportedly seen his apparition but only the top portion of his body or his bottom half they've never seen his bottom half the bottom of the elevator shaft and it seemed like the top half would be at the bottom of the elevator shaft because you were crawling in to look at something and then it came down on you. Maybe he was maybe he was going in backwards. Maybe he was. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe he was out. backing it in. No, maybe he was standing inside it, leaned out to say something to somebody and boop. Right? So oh, his yeah. bottom half would be in the car and then his other half's mm. on the floor. Yeah. Freaking death traps, man. Use the stairs. Jeez. The descri- 14 floors? Uh, people were very hardy back in those days. Agreed. <laughs> the description of his apparition matches the description of of him in the historical reports. Yeah. They do say that. They don't, I guess they can't verify his legs, but they can verify his face. <laughs> well, he had that interesting mole on his left knee. <laughs> so if I could see that, I'd know it was him. But, you know, I can't verify it otherwise. There's also a young boy that's seen with his shaggy dog. 
1933, a young boy came to the hotel seeking treatment for leukemia from the Mineral Springs, and he passed away in the hotel. He is said to be accompanied by a shaggy dog. He is one of the few spirits that has reached out to mediums visiting the hotel asking for help. Hmm. Mediums have reported that many of the spirits that linger at the Baker Hotel have chosen this area in death because of the great peace and relaxation they experienced while staying here in life. They don't actual they didn't actually die there. And they don't want help. They just want to chill. That's what some of the mediums have said. But this little boy asks for help. There was one medium that reported to this man that I said was talking to people in town. She mm. reported a large, shaggy dog always accompanied the child, and he also bounced a ball to get her attention. And he was watched by an unknown older woman who was always near him. So. So the older woman was a ghost or a spirit. Yes. That watched him. Yes. Mm hmm. Like a, like a surrogate grandmother or mm-hmm. mother or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently, the psychic also reported... The same psychic that saw the little boy said that the spirits don't necessarily look the age they were when they died. Some were employees of the building. One, she said, for reasons she doesn't understand, was a helicopter pilot who attended basic flight training at Fort Walters in the 1960s. He was killed in a helicopter crash while at Fort Rucker in Alabama, and he had returned to the Baker with his body in the same traumatic state that resulted from the crash. Hmm. Hmm. So she saw him there, but he came back because he had such a good time there. That's where he wanted to remain. Wow. Mm Hmm. Another incident occurred during a tour of the hotel by a group of World War II veterans and their spouses. As the group entered the Brazos room on the first floor, which was the main dining room in the dance area, a couple suddenly stopped, and the woman looked at her husband and said, do you hear that? And he said, I certainly do. About that time, several other people in the group began to hear sounds of dishes and silverware clanking, as well as people talking with orchestra music in the background. Most of the people were there reported this event. It has never happened before nor since. But witnesses were sure they were expecting the ghostly. They, they were experiencing the ghostly echoes of the time before. So this is multiple people that were in a group that were World oh, War II wow. veterans that walked into the Brazos room and heard all of the same things. God, that's like The Shining, you know? Oh, were they? Yeah, were that were the story. echoes of the all the things that happened in the hotel were going on while they were there? You know, over the that winter period, you know? Yep, they. Ooh. Here's Johnny. Which, like, and to have a whole group of people hear the same thing. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty. The other thing is the haunted windows. So, a local bank teller, there's a bank near the hotel that has a view of the hotel. And in the 1990s, they reported that the windows on multiple floors would be open in the beginning of the day. Then later, those windows would be closed and another set of windows would be open. And this woman and her co-workers would make notes of the times, but there was no pattern. And they thought that it was tour guides or management that was in there, but they found out that no one was at the ho- hotel at the time the windows would be closed. So someone's airing out the hotel when no one's in there. Trying to get that oh. cigar smoke out of there. I guess so. <laughs> Lavender perfume. <laughs> right. So but Those two do not go together. I couldn't see that together, Oof. no. Well, one's on the seventh floor, one's on the eleventh floor. I guess it depends on what you're looking yeah. for. People have reportedly been poked, scratched, and bitten by certain things, but there was nothing really specific about it. There was just reports of that mm-hmm. sometimes. Ghost Adventures has been there before. 
the big thing that happened during I looked at theirs because it was something that was more recent than what's gone on and they did it in 2012 was Zach mm-hmm. affected yes he turned aggressive did when he a, have a Zach attack turned, he had a Zach attack he turned aggressive <laughs> he turned aggressive when a shadow figure appears to disappear into him he reports feeling a surge of energy and lunges at Nick at Nick well you know he was already pissed at Nick he was already so. mad at Nick before he had Nick canceled last year, year before that. during yeah. the episode doors were heard clicking like they were shutting it closing mm-hmm. one door opened on its own footsteps were heard and EVPs they heard was water drink the water women's voices <gasps> drink the water we're in mineral wells drink the water I'm sure it was something like that. It must be a demon. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be a demon. Lost my kid was heard. Oh, my God. And child screaming. And then a mist appears next to Nick at one point. I've seen, I know, I've seen every episode. I've seen it. And I remember the, there's a couple of Mineral Wells episodes. Now I remember what the other place was. But uh, it's been a long time. But I don't remember specific stuff. I remember one of the trips they went to the place for Crazy Water, which is sold retail. You can buy the grocery stores here. It says Crazy Water, mm-hmm. and you can pick your mineral level. I like the four, which is the highest. Yeah, okay. Some people prefer the one or maybe the two. There's four. Yeah, but anyway, he Zach. Well, I remember them testing, you know, taking shots of the waters and stuff, and taking them and joking around in the Crazy Water oh, how it uh, tasting room. There's a tasting room. Did he there. did he have to pull his respirator off to? Well, he wasn't wearing that in the, in the water tasting room. <laughs> Sorry. That's reserved just for when they start ghost hunting because of the asthma that the demon gave him. You, you mean when he actually goes out of Las Vegas and goes out to a, a side or something? They do. They just, the last few seasons, they don't seem to have left the uh, Nevada, California, Utah, Arizona area. Mm, okay. They haven't made it to the East Coast. Maybe they had a secret deal with Taps that hey, we'll do the East Coast, you're the West Coast, or and, vice versa. And the no Taps would be the East Coast. Taps is East Coast, right? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I misunderstood then. And go ahead. And you guys could have the West Coast, and then the middle they're just screwed. <laughs> well, you have that. You have a couple of people that work kind of the the central part of the United States. Well, and they have they rid rural roads recently. There are other. There are a couple of other haunted locations. Three, actually, in 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 the town. There, for some reason, the place is very. It's very It's very active. The mm-hmm. city is very active. It is. Okay. Well, it's kind of like Eureka. Eureka's got quite oh, yeah. a number of hauntings and stuff. Um, in closing, the guy that's doing their renovation, his name is Rawlings. He's been asked numerous times during this renovation if this place is haunted because he's in there all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he said, the first rule about Ghost Club is you don't talk about Ghost Club. Although he accompanied a camera crew on a tour of the hotel for the Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures in 2012, he's skeptical. He says, I've never seen a ghost. If there's something in there, I think I'm getting a hall pass because we're putting tens of millions of dollars into their house and they're just happy to get it fixed up. <laughs> That's funny. It's a hall pass. So, so this, I would like to go see it. Yeah, when it's open. Yeah. Um, We've got time to plan. <laughs> yeah, there's time to make make. I think they're, they're already taking reservations for the grand opening on the 
Well, originally it was supposed to be in 2024, and they've postponed it to 2026. Now, I, I bet it's already booked. I up, will probably. say, when you're talking about the cost of it, so here was the issue: the reason why it's taken a while, it sixty-five million dollars to renovate it. It will only be worth forty million mm. by the time it's renovated because it's in Mineral Well. Because of its location. If it was in Dallas, it'd be because worth Because of its, million. even though its size is what it is, where it's at, it, it's been in such disrepair for so long and been vacant for so long, it's yeah. taking a lot to renovate it. Plus, it's from 1929. So, we don't know what those bones are like under that. No, so you have to think about whenever you're doing a, a t- that type of project, yeah, the actual cost or the actual value, let's say, is $40 million for this particular place that's how much they could sell it for once they're right done. so the value the right the absolute value is 40 million dollars it's going to cost me 65 million dollars mm-hmm. to renovate it so then you have to think about in perpetuity you know how much money can i make going forward uh, how long does it take me to get booking, out of the red right for booking the booking these hotel rooms <clears throat> how long how many events can i have well, you know, what they did was they couldn't get they couldn't get the banks to give them enough. They wouldn't loan them enough mm-hmm. to do this. But this has been sitting here. I mean, it's a pariah. I mean, it, it, not not really. I mean, it's large, and it's just become you know windows are broken. I mean, pariah. we've seen all these places. You know, it's, I imagine it's if the Crescent sad. or the Arlington were in disrepair and closed down and not in use, right? and it would be a pariah. Be I mean, a, well, and then there's so much that the tourism. Word. So what they did was. They did a fundraiser, mm-hmm. and they they made one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something just from fundraising in the town. They did that, <clears throat> but they've done they've looked at different tax rebates that they could get because there's different laws about historical buildings oh, and yeah. then foreign go. investors if oh, they invest. The Chinese now own mineral yes. well. Well, because if apparently if somebody there's some, I was reading about that there's some. Now they're going to control our water. Oh my God! Crazy water. There's a government. <laughs> Go get your teeth hat. It's in yonder. There's a government plan. Stop. <laughs> There's a government plan that if you are foreign and you put five hundred thousand dollars into a historical building in mm-hmm. America, you'll get a green card. Yeah, but nobody looking for green cards has half a million dollars. Something like that. So they Chinese are the ones that are actually like doing this, but they're talking about how they don't know how there long this go. will last. But until the war starts, yeah. But these are the types of things that they have looked into. Till they invade Taiwan, and we- <laughs> these are the things they looked into to fund it, to try to. Uh-huh. So obviously, it's been underway. It's been slow process, but it's really cool the things they've done to like cut costs instead of doing. They've made like stationary bathrooms out of what's been there. So mm-hmm. went ahead and remodeled a part of it so they never so they didn't have to have porta potties on site. Oh, that's well, so they remade some of the bathrooms oh, so they could that's, use that's it. That's actually really nice for the construction workers. I don't know if you've ever been in one of those things, but they're oh, hot, they're gross. <laughs> this is one of the most disgusting. <laughs> yeah, they're horrible. Ever seen that? Well, you know stuff? you're going to yeah. have to do them anyway, so why not do them first so then your staff can well, yeah, use them and then you don't sense. have to pay to have it. You know, outside, and somebody can come along and tip it over while you're in it, and then you're covered in the blue. Uh, not stuff. to mention, it's West Texas Mineral Wells. You know how hot it's been hot here. I can only imagine a porta potty there. Ooh, for three oh. years. Look, yeah, six. It's rough in a porta potty in the summer. It's it's ain't it ain't a picnic in the winter, but no, 
But before they shut it down for everybody to come look at, you should, we'll have to put some pictures up because there's some really cool, you've seen some of those like mysteries of the abandoned and mm-hmm. pictures of different hotels that are abandoned. There's pictures of the spa area, the ballroom, you know, with well, the paint coming see, off. Yeah, you know, you and I have been, you and I, that used to be kind of our thing that we'd go to all these haunted hotels and older hotels for that reason because the elegance and the opulence of some of these places it's just like oh my god you know because you walk into some place and it's just granite everywhere and you're like what would that cost today you know and you think about they did it back then and and you walk in it's just so magnificent you know and ostentatious the detailings and the railings and everything we don't we don't do that now you know our hotels don't look like that now Um, well the Ritz does. Well, yeah, the, the I mean, motel hotel, hotel does. Right, but the new ones built typically do not look the best like. western and there were the uh, the hotel motels does. But that was what they did back then. They they took the time and the effort right. and the craftsmanship and the money and they poured it into these places. Like the motel, that's a it's a thing of the fifties. Mm-hmm. The interstate highway system, you know. Yeah. So it wasn't even around back then. But to but to do this, I mean, I think that it was only the people with that kind of money that went to places like this. Yeah. You couldn't do that. It wasn't something that a lot of people could do anyway. And if you were going to do it, then you had the money to do it. Or it was a splurge. You know, yeah. there's times where you go on trips and it's a splurge. So, you, yeah. I want to be bougie for a little bit. Go be bougie and go get you a scientific toasting. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was money around there. This is, you know, this is the old patch out there anyway. So, there was money back in back in the 20s and 30s. What I thought was interesting is that there's... Wealthy West Texans back then. Well, you know, like the Crescent talked about how it was like a hotel. I mean, it was a hotel, but it was a hospital for a long time with the healing waters. Mm -hmm. Whereas they did the same thing, but it didn't mention that these people that came to stay, like the little boy, they didn't stay there for a hotel purpose. It... I mean, for a hospital purpose, it was a hotel. Well, that interestingly, you mentioned that because one of the other extreme paranormal hotspots in Mineral Wells is the now abandoned Nazareth Hospital and Sanatorium, which yeah. is a big hospital. Hmm. Did they use the healing That's waters? That's closed down. No, but it's haunted as hell. That's another place that Ghost Adventures has been okay. in Mineral Wells. That's the one I was thinking of. It wasn't a hotel. It's that hospital and sanitarium. And it's a pretty freaky place. And there's also the hospital at Fort Walters, which is a closed down fort, which is a closed down military base, the yep. Beach Army Hospital, which is what at we're Fort Walters, about. Yep. which is also an extreme. That one was a freaky. Uh, Zach and the gang, like they, they so they just like they hit up Mineral place. Wells, didn't they? Yeah, and then there's then there's Hill House. There's a Hill House in Mineral Wells. So we could just do a whole special also, on Mineral Wells. I have opened the door. You have hit Way the hotel. Go, That's good job. Four major paranormal locations in Good one job. relatively I, small mid uh, I wish you could still go Texas there to town. see the stuff the pictures are really cool but it would be really cool to go back there once it's renovated we still need to go to Jefferson we haven't we been there yet we do but you can go to because everything's on to the hospital Jefferson. at Fort Walters and stuff that because it's closed that you can go there uh, you can also tour the Nazareth I believe they you still can. do ghost tours at the at the Nazareth hospital oh, they do. and you can definitely stay the night in Haunted Hill House yeah for $550 it ain't yeah, it's that. more expensive than the one in uh, the one we went to yeah 
Mineral Wells, it's, I say it's West Texas. That's not fair. It's like due west of Dallas and not by far. It's 50 miles west of Fort, Fort Worth. Worth. Yeah. Yes, so it's not really West Texas. I was being a little... Well, to me... Fifty miles west of Fort Worth. That's West, That's West Texas. Texas. That's West Texas. I know, but it's not like love. Because West Texas goes from everything from the other side of Dallas, yeah, right, to Irving, Mexico. Irving is the dividing line. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. West. Of Absolutely. Ir- west of Irving. West, west of, of Irving. West of DFW Airport is West Texas. You get Arlington, East Irving, Grand I mean, Prairie, Duncanville, in all, all that fairness, line. To the west of that, that is West Texas. For those that aren't from here, though, Mineral Wells is like the beginning of the tumbleweed. Like that's where there's oh, nothing. Yeah. It's not like Pecos it's not, or it's no, not Odessa no, Midland, but no, it's Midland or it, but it's the beginning. Like there's not a whole lot. It's flat. You know, a lot of people they have this idea of that that's exactly what Texas looks like that, everywhere. That's what Texas looks like. Uh, yeah. East, East Texas is deep south. Yeah, East pine Texas trees. though it's pine is trees, tall pine swamps. trees and well, you as know, we said before, forest. you want forests, we got it. You want hills, we've got it. Yeah, you want I mean, beaches, we got we've got it. You want lakes, you we got want it. We got swamps. deserts, we got swamps. We, we got have swamps. we got eight hundred miles of coast of coastline. We've got national forests. We got it all. We've got panhandle with snow year every year. We've mm-hmm. got it all. So I think this would be fun to visit. I think it would be a cool town to look at anyway. Yeah, because you've got multiple locations. That fun to stay there when it opens up. I would like to see if it's... Because, you know, the Crescent's been renovated how many times and it's still haunted. I'd like to see if the things that are reported are still there once all the well, renovations that's, that go down. It up. Yeah. Yeah. That's stirring or the like paranormal Homie said, pot right there. They're just happy <laughs> I'm here. I don't experience anything because they're happy I'm fixing up their house. <laughs> see, and it's a, it's I kind of doubt that. At the hospital there and the Army hospital there, it's a very, these are dark, negative. And at Hill House, too, apparently. Mm. Um, I, there was a Jack Osborne and his thing went there for uh, portals to hell. Mm. Well, I know that they are concerned because there's just not a whole lot of uh, traffic. They're mineral wells. Yeah, I, that's one so, thing. Uh, what's going to drive? They're the, going to have to advertise it and, and really make it the haunted hotel. Because I mean, it, here's it what I makes think. lists about how haunted it is. Like it's I think on that lists. If they really Jake. double down on the event centers that they're talking about being inside there, you know, like for concerts, you know, kind of like uh, like uh, the horseshoe over in Shreveport does. Oh, like a, that's a casino, but yeah, at the casinos, yeah. Yeah, but you can't have, in Texas, you can't have gambling. I'm not talking about gambling. I'm talking about concerts. There's constantly concerts at the Horseshoe in Shreveport. Yeah, but that's right in the middle of Shreveport. <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, if you have a venue available for somebody to play in West Texas, I, I mean. I think you just use the town. Gentrify it in some way, like with all these other places. and. and I mean, why can't you just make it like a haunted place like what Jefferson does? What, what you you know what, of, here's what you do. They can make it a just it. like Green, 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 green Hall. Yeah, there's nothing there except Green Hall or Green I'll Hall. You, here's, there's nothing there. Right? Here's what you do. Okay? But it's famous. Venue. You get... This is the oldest dance hall in Texas. You get an attractive woman. You get an attractive man. Okay? You get them to hook up, marry, and start their own house-flipping, home-improvement type show. Oh, quit. Okay? No, I'm serious. You do that, and you base them in mineral wells, and then watch how it blows up. I don't know. I've, I've been through there. It's. Are you what, talking about mineral wells? Yeah. Once I'm you talking get, about Waco. He's talking about doing a Waco 2.0. Yeah, because that's what happened with, what's her name? Yeah, um, I know. 
The House Flippers. No. Yeah, what's her name? The Branch Davidians? No, <laughs> the, silly the goose. Gaines. Huh? The Gaines. Chip and jo- Joanna Gaines. When they, Magnolia Farms. Magnolia Farms and all, all that. All I know is Property Brothers. The, the no, no, no. Brothers. I don't Chip know. and Joanna Gaines had this house flipping show, upper. Fixer Upper thing. And, dude, Waco, since they started their show, has blown up around that show. Actually, you know what blew up Waco? Was the ATF? Oh. oh, and here we are. Let's just get all political and that. Why not? What the hell? <laughs> well, they they're from there and they bought God the silos it, and they made <laughs> it a it really cool thing. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I yeah. think that I mean I, I, they obviously must have a plan. If nothing else, advertising. I mean, make it a make it the haunted house thing. Like make like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the hotel and you want to talk about the Nazareth? Like do something with that. Mm-hmm. Like. But that's how yeah. money too. There's not a whole lot of money here. That's the problem. The economy there is not booming. Right. It's not close enough to DFW to be booming. At yeah. least from what I can tell. Well, it doesn't come from the money that it's like during the episode at the where they were doing the Nazareth, they ran into a uh, an oil worker out on the highway mm. who was telling them about stuff that you know that yeah. happened there, and that, that that that's where the money's coming from the patch. Right. Well, of course. So yeah. that's all of that out there. Mm-hmm. But okay. either way, so I'd like go? to go see it. I'd we like try to, to get see a baker? it. Absolutely. Well, we've okay. been to a lot of the other ones that we talked about. This is one that would be really cool. I think once it's redone. So, what do we think about Pete's sake? On a beer budget, it's a good peated scotch. It's no sixteen-year-old lager boom, but it's good. It's not bad for twenty-one dollars. I mean, it's better. Exactly, than Johnny. Walker That's what I'm red. saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is I like good. It. That is good scotch. I, I would recommend bucks. it to somebody that hasn't ever tried peated scotch oh, and wants to try it. Try this first. Also, because it's like you said, not a Scottish hug. It doesn't feel for those that don't necessarily like to drink straight liquor sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. But you want to know if you tell if you like something. That's a good one to start. Yeah, and you could put some ice in here or water in it without committing sacrilege, like you would if you were to put ice <laughs> or water in. Yeah. yeah, and so here's the thing: if if you drink this and you like it, then you absolutely, I believe that you will absolutely love the Lagavulin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my mind. You could use this for co- like scotch cocktail. I don't know what kind of, what kind of cocktails sure people make cocktail? it. No, there are, I mean, I just can't mm-hmm. recall what they're called right now. I can't either. A sidecar? I don't, I don't freaking know. <laughs> but if you like, you know, want a peaty cocktail, that'd be a good one, right? I will say. It's a good, it'd be a good mixer for that kind of stuff. You, I'm trying to see. There's one called an uppercut. Is it a Manhattan? A Tom Collins? I don't know. I don't think Manhattan I, has a good I don't drink. scotch. Manhattan. Oh, yeah. You can make it with scotch. Yeah. Rye whiskey, yeah. sweet vermouth, and bitters, but you can make it with scotch you would prefer. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, give yourself a chance, though, on peated scotch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, if you taste the first time and you're like, eh, give it a little bit. We yeah, did. Yeah. We felt the yeah. same way. We gave it a bottle and by the end of the bottle it's like oh it's I like, like this we really liked it, and then yeah. you go to it so just give it a chance absolutely alright okie dokie <laughs> good night y'all have a good one right. there's another windows update son of a bitch what another windows update oh it's an estimated six minutes so we're just gonna give it Parrot.